everybody and welcome back to Rascal Graphs. My name is Chris. My name is Vincent. And today we're here to talk about SummerSlam 2022. Uh, a very, very interesting show for many reasons, I would say. Kind of surprisingly good. I was hyped for this show because it's the first Triple H show since Vince McMahon retired, but it was actually really fucking good. Yeah, and like you told me earlier, it was a uh, a Vince card with Triple H production. Yeah, and yeah. I he had the he had the card in front of him. He had to do what he had to do. You know? Yeah, I think he did a pretty stand up job there. And we had to talk about that more. But I mean, I think it's kind of weird to just go into it without not elaborating on what you just said there. First Triple H show, Vince McMahon's out there. What's going on with that? Yeah, those allegations really got the guy out. They got him. Speaking out, movement going up to him. Yeah. I mean, thank God. I mean, he, he was a big asshole. And it's good to see that he's gone. Yeah, Vince, Vince is one of those guys. You're like, you always assumed he was up to something, you know? We didn't know I what. I mean, we knew he was up to something. You know, you knew. When you find out what, you're like, that's that's really messed up. Yeah. Not super surprising that he would do that, but that's pretty terrible. Exactly. But overall, glad to see that he's gone. Yeah, this means great things for the rest of the company, I mean, creatively. So I'm interested in seeing what Triple H does with the new creative job he's got going on. I mean, look. It's a great time for everybody, especially Michael Cole. Michael Cole can be a normal human being finally. After twenty five years. Everyone Michael... can be a normal human being now. I mean really. Well you see, Raw the Raw now seem had that option. They just chose not to. I don't know what was up with that. Uh they I mean Jimmy Smith is Jimmy Smith. I mean I don't know what you want. You get what you get, right? You get what you see. Jimmy Smith has the personality of His a... name is Jimmy Smith. I mean, that says it all, right? He has the personality of a... NPC from a game from like 20 years ago. You have the personality and the name. The match face. It's some personality. But yeah. I this was my first show a show that Trips was involved in. Granted, it's only been a week. This is, my this is first. that one WWE pay-per-view where I was like, wow, that shit was actually fucking awesome in so long. Like I never felt that way about a WWE pay-per-view in forever. Yeah, I mean, I I kind of felt, and we'll talk about this more, I felt more of like, this card isn't really that interesting to me, but I respected what everyone in the ring was able to do, you know? You know why, Chris? You know why? Because all the matches were rematches from other pay-per-views. That is true. There, yeah. I can honestly tell you there isn't one match that ended, and I was like, that is actively the worst thing I've seen in my entire life. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I was looking forward to seeing what Triple H, because I mean, he said he was going to make a, or, you know, there were rumors that he would make a big splash on this pay per view. So I was like, I want to know what this is. Make splash at the slam. He's going to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish it was there too. Like it's Nashville. It's like two hours away from me, but I wasn't could, there. I couldn't do that. Couldn't do that. You could have been there for the awkward appearance from Mayor Kane. And Kid Rock, I guess. That was, that actually, you know what? That, that was the one thing in the show that I was actively not here for. I did not want to see that, but I did. And uh, mooching up. That's one L. One L for Papa H. It's one L for Papa H. Should not have shown that on camera. No, no. Or is it now? Haven't done her Papa H really? 
I mean, no, someone had to make the call to show them. Kevin Dunn should have just turned it off, you know? No, actually, I will I will say that Kevin Dunn probably was like, Kid Rock's here, we gotta talk about that. We can just glance over Kid Rock. And... You could go, you can definitely glance over Kid Rock. I've been glancing over Kid Rock forever. Yeah, man, they played this song like 17 times. I didn't even know it was him until they told me it was him. Exactly. I, I can live without Kid Rock. I've been living without Kid Rock. Keep it that way. Yeah. But anyways, let's... I don't care if he's in the Hall of Fame or what. I don't give a fuck. We're going to get to this show here, but quick thoughts here. I feel that if this is any indication overall of what's to come under the Triple H regime, then I am very excited for what's coming next. Yeah, definitely. I mean, this is the one time I'm excited about watching Raw now. We're actually, after we record this, we're actually going to go watch Raw. Not even kidding. We mean it this time. We definitely mean it. We might review it. We, may, we might not review it. Don't expect anything, okay? Maybe. It depends on how good it is. It depends on, yeah, if it's good. If not, then it's not. We're not going to bother with it. If we don't see a review, just assume it was trash, actually. Exactly. Yeah. Unless there's but, something to talk about, we're not going to talk about it. Unless there's a ring flipping incident on this show also uh maybe maybe not yeah perhaps but yeah i'm glad to see vince mcmahon's finally fucking gone because that creative was god awful yeah i mean and was holding back this whole entire company from me exactly now there's plenty of people out there i'm sure are like no but it's vince he did so many great things for the business and while that is true he also did a lot of actively bad for the business let's not forget about that and then those allegations. I mean, all of that combined get the man out of there. Yeah, so anyway, those were our quick thoughts. We're going to do a, a video separately. We did record that, but a little messed up. Uh, yeah. That's fine. Though. This is more convenient, I feel, switching into this. I think it was interesting, you know, enough to talk about. Yeah. So we talked about that enough. We could probably talk about that for a long time, but that's not really why you're here to hear about SummerSlam. And let's get into it. The first match of the night, Belair versus Lynch again. Belair versus Lynch again. Not as good as the first match. Or not as good as whatever number match this was, but I mean, not as good as the WrestleMania match. It wasn't, but you know what? It lasted longer than 20 seconds, and it was a very good wrestling match. It was better than the first match, I guess. It was better than last year's SummerSlam match between the two. I yep. will definitely say that. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, it's a shame that this match kind of got overshadowed by what happened at the end of the match. But it, it was a good match. So good watch. Yeah, Go on. Yeah. It wasn't the great. Like, it was a decent match. It was an average match. I think it's cool stuff. I guess I'd say it was a good match. You know? Mm-hmm. But overall, I think the most important part was the ending. Right, yeah, I do agree with that. Uh, so Belair retains the title after a, a solid 15-minute match there. Uh, Becky Lynch shakes hands with her. They uh, show some respect between the two. And then after a year or in a year, Bailey returns, but she was not alone. Do you know who was with her? No, I don't know who was with her. Uh, it was Dakota Kai, formerly released what? Dakota Kai. It's back. And Can't be. And I'm I'm still not sure about this one because the Titan Tron. Eo Sky. The Titan Tron did say Eo Shirai, but I'm pretty sure it's Eo Sky now. So, 
got to look into that one. I mean, what did you think about it? I am interested in this because I don't think that the Women's Division has a great history of factions in WWE. You know? I don't think WWE has a great history of factions. Especially recently. And, uh, you know, I the best one they have is the Hurt Business, and that got split up real quick. Yeah, I get scared with factions a lot after that. You know, Hurt Business, fantastic. Lasted for like a month for some reason. And I think we should bring that back. Triple H should do that tonight, actually. Just reform the Hurt Business. I need it back. It was so good. Pretend that whole Bobby Lashley MVP thing never happened. Yeah, please. I would rather that happen than anything else. If Triple H tonight comes out and says, hey, so hear me out, guys. I'm just going to pretend that the last year of booking didn't happen, okay? And we're just going to go back to some nice things, and I hope we can all be okay with that. I'd be okay with that, you know? Yeah, definitely. I wonder if they're going to have, like, a GM for, like, Rollins SmackDown now. I mean, I don't mind Triple H just going out. I like a William Regal thing, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, William Regal. They don't have a William Regal in the main roster. And they have an Adam Pierce. He can work. They have an Adam Pierce. Make him more official, I guess. Make him feel more official and also, you know what, just make him feel more like he has some power. He just comes out. I would that's in the back. He's like, okay, I feel really strongly about this. Let me go tell him what's going on. That's basically his backstory. He was a random dude from the back. And everyone on Twitter was like, oh, it's that guy. And we were like, oh, that's cool because it's that guy. But realistically, we didn't know who he is. We just saw some random guy come out and just start throwing around orders. And everyone was just like, I mean, I guess if he's doing so, we make he in charge. And no one really questioned that. Mm-hmm. And so you developed, you end up with him. It was a whole thing. Right. It's, it was all weird. And Nash has a donut company. She does with that. Uh, Mandy, is it called the Mandy's Donuts? I think it is. Yeah, it is. Okay. Um, but anyway, we're not sponsored by them. We, we, have we are not sponsored by them, but we will take the sponsorship or a donut, whichever one you feel like offer. I will take the payment with donuts. Yes. Uh, free dozen would be cool. We will just plug it for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I've been looking forward to Bailey's return. So the whole Bailey return thing, I was really hyped for it. I also I feel hyped. like everyone forgot about it. Like, I just feel like everyone kind of like threw it to the side, like, oh, forget about Bailey and shit. But me, I always remember Bailey. Bailey, one of the greatest things about the pandemic era. And, you know, I'm happy to see her back. I think this is, um, I don't know, does this faction feel weird to you? This faction feels a little bit weird to me. Um, not really. I mean, it could be, it's, it's a group of badasses. And so that's what I see. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure it could work, especially with Bailey as, like, the big, uh, like, the front. I need to see the explanation first. I think that will really sell me on it. Or uh, not sell me on it, whatever the opposite of sell me is. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, they have to explain it, right? Yeah. Um, but I, I think this could be good, though. I trust it. I trust Triple H. I trust Triple H. I trust Bailey. And this was apparently pitched to Vince, and he said, "No way!" And we're gonna, and we're gonna release Dakota Kai as well. No way. As a matter of fact, who is Dakota Kai? And why does she still work for me? Who is that? Cut. She's cut. That's who she is. 
And, you know, another thing about this segment, I'm pretty sure this was our first of a couple F-bombs on this show that I couldn't really make out, but I'm pretty sure Bailey said the F-word. Is it freaking? Uh, she might have. Uh, wow. That's a big you word. Know, we, we just got back, not trying to go fooling yet with the cursing. I mean, yeah. I'm pretty sure she did say that. That's crazy. I would never have expected her to say something like that. I mean, like, if we're getting more of those, I'm very happy about that. Really take advantage of that TV 14 rating. I'm here for it. TV 14 would be perfect for WWE under Triple H. Yeah. yeah I wonder if Triple I mean, apparently Raw is supposed to be his fucking statement show, so I mean, I'm not sure what to expect. You know, Tony Khan's grabbing his popcorn right now. Tony Khan, the, what do you say he was? The longest reigning, uh, what do you say? CEO of the rest of the company. Yeah. That team really said, by default, I am now the best. He's really fucking flexing right now, man, too. He's like, you really think these people, just because there's a change of power in our competition, that they're just going to jump over to WWE? Absolutely. I've signed these people to five-year contracts. They're not leaving. They're my friends. I've hugged Cesaro. Did you not see me hug Cesaro? They don't want to leave. I like these guys. Sign him for five years. It seems so evil. I don't know. It wasn't even a contract. I just gave him a hug. <laughs> and they said, I'll stay for five years. Tony, I'll stay. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it, fe- it feels kind of weird. I don't know. I mean, I, I Tony Khan's one of those guys. I just don't see him as being evil. He just seems very excited to be here. He's a really hyped fucking fan, I guess. I don't know. He's in the wrestling war now with Triple H. He, he's very excited, you know. You gotta do, I guess you gotta do what you gotta do, you know? He told him to come off as intimidating, and that's just how he came off. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I really gotta say something here. Let me just say this real quick. What's that contract say? Five years? And that's what I thought. That's how long they'll be here. <laughs> I really like Adam Cole and Malachi Black, so this should be okay. Hey, Adam, who are you on the phone with? Uh, Paul? Hunter? Paul? Yeah. Hunt and Paul, you know, you know him. He's a hunter. Okay, cool. Tell him I said. Oh, hunter. okay. Yeah. What is he hunt? Yeah, animals. That's dope. Yeah, that's dope. Did you hear about that one basketball player? What's his name again? Sorry, this is my favorite Tony Khan clip. I just don't remember the guy's name, but you know, it's a long name. I don't blame you. It's yeah, it's John is something, but it was very funny. Yeah. Fancy Tony Khan introduced that guy that one time. Go look that up. I was going to say Dwight Howard. Yeah. Dwight Howard. Great <laughs> basketball player. Dude, WWE big, signing. Big fan of LeBron Michaels. Oh, of course. Yeah. I don't I don't know. Maybe maybe that's basketball. I don't know basketball players. We don't know basketball. We're, we're here to talk about wrestling, okay? Yeah, man. Stop asking about basketball. What are you up to, man? Yeah, why are we talking about basketball? What the fuck? Anyway, this new faction is about to be insane. I can already feel it. And if it's not, I'm going to really be let down. Well, you know, I mean, I, I trust Triple H. Trust Papa H. Trust Bailey. Trust everybody involved. We'll see what happens. I have consistently been that, that meme of SpongeBob praying to the Triple H shrine. Consistently. I can imagine. I can imagine. Anyways, anyway, Logan this was Bowl. actually a back-to-back fucking great shit. Yeah, Logan Paul versus The Miz. This whole feed, by the way, based on Logan Paul coming out and saying, 
hey, Miz, I want a match. Miz going, I don't think so, kid. Not going to happen. And then Logan Paul said, well, I guess that means your balls are pretty small then, I guess. And the Miz said, no, no. I mean, the logic there is pretty, you know, I I would agree, I guess. The Miz said, no, they're normal size and fully functional. You're on, kid. And that's basically how we got here. He said no balls, basically. No balls, Ben, is basically the whole feud we are going with. Anyway, I don't like Logan Paul like that, but, I mean, he showed me, man. He showed me. Okay, look, I think the best way to handle this, we all know Logan Paul is one of the worst people. Asshole. Yeah. Uh, I think the best way, the only way we can get through a Logan Paul WWE run is to just look at the in-ring work and the character he is on TV and try to not look at that because otherwise it's going to be a very long run. I will say that he fits pro wrestling very well. He does. He's a very natural heel, which is why I'm not sure why he's a face. Um, I mean, after this match, though, I mean, people were cheered for him. So. People I'm not going to say he can't work as a face. I think he could in, under the right circumstances, but... I don't know how much of it was, like, face or, or like, how much of it was, like, I can't believe well, he's respect, actually doing it. You know? Yeah. It's respect. The man's kind of weird, dude. Anyways, I know he, he pulled off some crazy shit in this match. Like, perfect shit. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, moonsaults were perfect. The fucking springboard was great. You know? He dove onto the maze through a table. It was crazy. Yeah. He was great. His frog splash was amazing. Yeah. yeah. He he looks like he's actually trying, and I do appreciate that and respect that. Uh, Maurice put a giant pair of silver balls down to the ring. Um, you could do that. I feel like we should mention that. Uh, it's I really, I really dig that the celebrities are coming in and taking it really seriously when they come in to do a match. I do. I might not like them being around, but I do appreciate that they do try. Yeah, I was definitely I was interested to see what Logan Paul could do. So I mean, see, like especially in a one-on-one capacity where he's not in a tag team match, you know. So, and he really did nail it. I, mean, I can't really say anything else over that. I can't agree with that. The one thing I do not like, though, is that AJ Styles is involved in this. He should not have anything to do with this. I just don't want him anywhere. Whose idea was that? Yeah, what the fuck? AJ Styles is nearing the end of his career. He does not belong anywhere near a Logan Paul Miz feud. Don't do this to the poor guy. It's like Finn Balor. Jeez. I mean, These guys are getting old. I need them to be in good storylines, good fucking feuds. AJ Styles has been saying that he has like two years left consistently, okay? Well, eventually it's going to stick. Eventually. Yeah. AJ should just go to AW if this keeps up. I mean, like, they did tease the Champa Styles feud, and I'm very excited to see that if that's what we're getting. I mean, but uh, why is Champa with the Miz, though? I don't know the science or math behind that. I was very confused, but I was also like, let's just go with it. You know, we're here, you might as well just go with it. I mean, that's really that's what I do most of the time. He did the one thing, though, and the ref tried to kick him out of ringside because he was interrupting too much during the match. He was just like, nope, I'm going to sit here in this chair instead. He got caught trying to cheat, and the ref's like, leave. And he said, you know what? I don't think so. I'm going to take a seat, actually. I'm what are you going to my... do, ref? You're not going to come over here and fucking throw me out, bro. He called him. He said, do something. No balls. And the ref said, you know what? You're right about that, actually. He calls on his fucking AJ Styles hit. He pulled out his phone. He said, AJ? Yeah, right there. That guy. Yeah. 
AJ took care of. Anyway, Logan Paul does win with a skull crushing finale. And you know what? Kind of credit. It was a good match. Gonna move on now. I'm looking forward to seeing more from Logan Paul. This keeps up. Yeah. If only he was a more likable human being, this would be so much nicer. Yeah, definitely. Next up, Big Bob retains his U.S. title against Austin Theory. It was like Very quick. five minutes. It wasn't that long yet. I guess, you know, it is what it is, you know. Because Austin Theory had to come in later on in the night, so he didn't want to get too injured. Yeah. I guess so. I mean, I, the only thing really that happened in this match was that really cool transition into the hurt lock to end it. Yeah. I mean, not much to say about this match, really. He could have been like, he's trying to run away because he wasn't going to deal with this, you know, ahead of his cash in. And then Bobby was like, nope, you're not getting away from this one. I'm calling the hurt lock. He got fucked and he, he lost. So. Yeah, I mean, that's the one thing I don't like is when wrestlers are like, this title isn't important enough for me. I don't, I'm not a big fan of that. But, yeah, I definitely mean, feel weird about that. It is what it is. Any big cartels, any under Triple H, the big cartels should seem more important. They probably will. Yeah, I, I think they will. Same thing with tag team wrestling, but we'll get to it later. So, Bob retains, and that's really the entire cliff notion you from the match. Next yeah. up, Judgment Day versus Mysterios. I mean, I don't know what this feud. They still about. come out to Edge's old theme song. Like, they stole everything from Edge. They they stole the entire gimmick from Edge. I think the only thing different maybe that uh, VR thing in the sky that looks kind of different. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how I feel. About I what's this feud about? I really don't know. Did they just not like Rey Mysterio for some reason? I don't know, but it was very weird. I mean, the match itself was kind of okay. It was average. It was this is where the show started slowing down, you know. This match was very much a, a backdrop for the Edge return later on in the Pretty match. Yeah. Edge well, what's Dominic Mysterio really doing? Dominic Mysterio is the most disappointing prospect in all of pro wrestling. I think we can all agree on this. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck you can do with this guy. I mean, he's got a mole. The only thing he has to do is turn on his dad. He's got a mullet now, and he doesn't really do anything. I mean, at this point, just get rid of him. He fired the first one fired under Triple H. Dominic Mysterio. Triple H just looks at a picture of Hook and Dominic, and he's like, "What are you doing that this guy isn't doing? And why aren't you doing anything that this guy is doing?" Yeah, I mean, I think I think he's good. I just think he needs a little character development. He'll be good to go. Uh, he's really disappointing right now. So, quick detour though. Congrats, Hook, uh, FTW champion. Oh, yeah. Thank God, Hook's the FTW champion. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just throwing it out there, you know. Hook, one title. Dominic, absolutely none. Zero. Actually, he was tag team champions once. Not the same, Hook's just way better, you know. I don't know. Premier athlete, I think. Well, everyone knows that Hook is just holding back his true power. If he lets it all out, He'll just take every title at once, and he just doesn't want to do that. He's a nice guy. It's like Thanos. Yeah. It's like yeah. The, he's like Thanos with the Infinity Stones. He just snaps his fingers once. He will get all the titles. And he's just such a nice guy that he won't do that to everybody else. Yeah, pretty much. Dominic Mysterio, he's just... I mean, I, like I said, his father's holding him back. Look, Dominic hasn't done it because Dominic can't do it. We all know he's too much of a daddy boy. Happy 20 years in the business, Dad. I thank you for training me. 
That's that's Dominic. That's Dominic Mysterio. Dominic Daddy Boy Mysterio. No, and this this is exactly why Ray Ripley dragged his ass out of the locker room and beat him up. This is exactly why. That's why. This is why Judgment Day is a problem, actually. They just want to get Dominic away from Rey Mysterio so Rey Mysterio can enjoy the rest of his career. I don't want him to join Judgment Day. I don't think he would fit. I just want Dominic to go train somewhere and come back in five years. That's all. Well, he's good. I think he's a little trainer. If, if, uh, he, he's a little more character. You know, he just kind of not really, he doesn't have much. He's just a normal guy. The problem is he coasted too much off that Seth Rollins match. His debut—that's the problem, really. His peak was his debut. That's that's never a good thing. You never want to peak right at the beginning. No, definitely not. But, oh well, yeah. it is what it is. Edge came back though. He was, you know, fucking pyros going off. It was crazy. Edge is very cool. Still, he's fantastic. His shirts, yeah. his merch that he is going on right now. His merch. I want to buy both of them. I want to buy a hoodie. I want to buy a t-shirt. Actually, I mean, Edge never has bad merch. Let's be honest. I mean, sometimes. No, I, I mean, mean they kind of ugly. Yeah. That that face was going through that wasn't great. You know, his worst piece of merchandise is the fucking the little toy doll he has. A toy doll. The fucking buddy or I don't know what it's called, like the little pillow, like this stuffed animal of age. Yeah. That bleacher creature thing. Yeah. I mean, it is pretty scary. I, that is true. Why would you have that? You don't give that to anybody. I mean, if you don't like somebody. Yeah, I guess so. You just put it in there fucking... What the fuck is this? I mean, there's other things you can send to people you don't like. You know, I found out this week there was a website, a legal website, too, where... A legal? A legal website where you can do this. A legal website where you can buy different kinds of animal poop and send it to somebody. Oh, that sounds like a dark web thing. But, but it's not, know. though, and that's the craziest part about it. That's crazy. Don't like somebody, you have a problem with your uncle. You I, I don't know if I would do that to anybody. Like, hey. Buddy Carl's been acting a bit too much. Send it his way. That sounds terrible. Anyways, Edge returns, cost Judgment Day the match. Finn Balor can never win anything. This poor man. But, man, I want Finn Balor to be good so bad. And Corey Graves is like, oh. Like he was t- talking about how Finn Balor hasn't reached his full potential yet, and whether or not Judgment Day will do that for him. I don't think it will. Six years, Corey. I don't know what to tell you. It's not even his fault. It's just everyone. It's Vince's fault, really. Like Finn Balor is one of those guys who I think is going to hopefully get a really good shine under Triple H. Because he won the fucking Universal Title, he got injured. It's just bad luck, you know. But they yeah. came back. They did nothing with him. But NXT did something with himself, and then he came back to the main roster and did nothing again. It's really a crime what they do to him up there. Hopefully, you know, Papa H get on that one. Yeah. Hopefully, he's gonna he's gonna be good. Next up, we move to one of my favorite things of the night, purely for commentary alone: Corbin versus McAfee. Yeah, this was pretty funny. I'll be honest; I was laughing at Michael Cole. Michael Cole, he does have a personality. It took twenty five years in getting rid of Vince, but there is a personality under there. Yeah, I mean, it's surprising, man. But, I mean, okay, I'll tell you about the first wrestling show I ever went to. They were chanting Fire Michael Cole behind me. So, we really came a long way, I think. They did, you know, they did come a long way. They were chanting for Michael Cole in this match. That was 2009, and now we're in 2002, so we're not in 2022, so. It's like 13 years, but people are finally cheering for Michael Cole. Not to be fired, just in general. 
Exactly. But this time, Pat McAfee didn't have the best performance. I mean, it was not. He, he did mess up a little bit. I mean, it's. I guess it's what happens when you don't wrestle in like a couple months. Oh yeah, we forgot about the, we forgot to talk about Rey Mysterio's big old slip up at the end of his match, where he's oh, yeah. talking, trying to do the springboarding and completely. I'm not gonna lie to you. I did not pay attention to most of that match. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but I had to go back and rewatch it because I missed it the first time. Was it funny? It was hilarious. I was laughing. I, I like, you know, he goes to drop some time off a springboard, bro. He just fucking missed that shit completely. Just slid on, on top of the opponent. We're going to talk about it, but it's in comparison to the Brock Lesnar one later on. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, according to me, I mean, look, Michael Cole, the complete chad that he is, gets up, he looks at Baron Corbin, and says, you know what? What are you looking at me for, bro? Go look somewhere else. Who, who do you think you are, buddy? Get out of here. Corbin was not having anything with Michael Cole. He was like, "Look at your booty right here." Look at him. He pushed him on his seat, bro. Just see Michael Cole's ready to throw some hands, dude. Just tell. For the homie. For the homie, we're gonna see Jack Michael Cole return, throw some hands with Baron Corbin, and I was very excited. He's fucking Jack, man. He's, isn't he? Like he's really fucking built, isn't he? Right now. Michael Cole is unreasonably jacked. He should not look like that, but he does, and I respect it. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, luckily, you know, Pat McAfee does win. Uh, With a sunset flip. This is also the last we had to deal with the Raw commentary announcing. They don't show up for the rest of the night. It was From this point on, it's all Michael Cole and Corey Graves. I think, so. uh, I think Pat McAfee has a balancing issue. A balancing issue? Yeah, you can't balance anyone. They cannot do that. It's very difficult for him. Yeah, I mean, at least he recovers decently, but like... Don't do it if you're going to have to, like, have a whole recovery and shit, you know? I hope if he wrestles again, he, he looks back, he's like, you know what? Maybe I stick to in-ring stuff. Just around. train a bit more, if you want. Yeah, sometimes, you know, you got to do something, you're like, I can't do it now, but I think when I get out there, the adrenaline will push me to do it. And, you know, that's ne- that's never true. Almost never true. An adrenaline rush. Just because you think you can do it when someone else... If you can't do it when no one's watching, you probably can't do it when somebody is watching. And that's just a fact of life. That's how I go about it. I just wing it every time. Yeah. Never works out for me. Almost never. I never prepare. I never prepare for anything. I mean, maybe I do prepare, but I prepare too much, and then I fuck up anyway, so... This podcast, the minimum we do is watch the show, write down what matches happen, just wing it from there. Exactly. You know, it's been been working, I think. We kind of dropped the ball a little bit. We were having good views for a couple of days. You know, we stopped uploading. So we'll see yeah, how this goes. Life, life gets in the way sometimes. Life does pass you by. But anyways, Pat Mack, if he did win, he also won it. Winged it. Winged it? Is that the? Winged it. Is that the yeah, past? That's that's correct. That's proper. Let us know down below if that's correct. But Mack, if he wants the point, he won. Yeah, that's true. Michael Cole, direct quote, it wasn't pretty, but it worked. So, good for him. I mean, yeah, it was good. And I actually not as impressive as Logan Paul. No, unfortunately, can't say he was. Maybe he could learn a few things. Next up, we get to a Drew McIntyre promo. Uh, you know, This was, was crazy. It was kind of funny. I mean, I'm yeah. not a big fan of Drew McIntyre promos, though. I think this is the most enjoyable Drew McIntyre has been 
in like a year, two years probably. I think so. Yeah. We had some fan in the crowd named Colt. He came out, he made some jokes about Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar having I mean, like a, a billion matches. Said, Hey, what's your name, kid? Colt. Well, Colt, this is the first time they're having that match in front of you. Give it up for Colt. And Colt was like, uh, I don't I don't feel comfortable with this. I don't know why you've singled me out in this fashion. I would just like yeah, to go back to the show. Because the whole stadium and people were chanting his names. I'm just saying Colt looked very uncomfortable. Just throwing it out there. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I would also feel uncomfortable. I'm 20 years old. Like, I mean, I could be like 50 years old. I still wouldn't feel cool about it, but you know. Yeah, it's true. I'd be like, I don't know about this, man. True. You gotta calm down. I mean, I'm happy to be here. I'm not that happy to be here. My buddy Darren doesn't know that I'm here. I only had one ticket. I actually brought Kevin instead. He doesn't need to know about this. Relax, Drew. It's not that serious. Yeah. My anxiety would get the best of me, for sure. I, I would have ducked and probably run, most likely. And run through the group of people. Run through the fans who were chanting my name. I, I would have yelled, please stop looking at me, and started crying. Um, anyway, anyway, so good promo. Third times, third times. So then we get to the Usos versus Street Profits. Special guest referee Jeff Jarrett, because why not? I guess. Yeah, um, I mean, he's from Nashville, I think. I don't know. Yeah, he looks like he's from somewhere in Tennessee. I think he is. Yeah, I'm sure he is. I think the closest thing we got to someone from Tennessee was Bianca Belair from Knoxville, Tennessee. Right. Yeah, Bianca Kane. How Kane is there? He's not even from Nashville. I mean, he's from somewhere in Tennessee. Yeah. I don't even know if he's from Tennessee. He's there to be there. Parts unknown. Uh, maybe parts unknown was Knoxville all along. Who knows? Perhaps. Who's to say, really? Yeah. So you got the Usos versus Free Profits. Jeff Jarrett was there. Jeff Jarrett, very aggressive referee. Um. But he was doing his job correctly. Got to give it to him. Not as good as the other match they had. That Money in the Bank. I, I don't know. That's the one. I don't even really remember that, it. That Money in the Bank match was a match that you're contender. This one, not really. There's a good chance I didn't watch that show. I don't think I did. Well, if you didn't, then you got to go watch that match. That's the only match that mattered. I will have to go do that now. But I mean, okay. I think if it got... I'd say in like five, ten more minutes, and you cut out some stuff on the show. I, I think it could have been a little bit better. The crowd wasn't too into it. Uh, like the first Money in the Bank match, they were into everything, but that was also a small thing, I guess. This one, they weren't too into it. The spots weren't as cool as, you know, back in Money in the Bank, the energy wasn't the same. I think so. if Dawkins kicked out of the 1D and the match kept going a little bit longer, maybe. Yeah, then it would have kicked up a notch, but I don't think. Didn't happen. So the Usos retained the tag division. I mean, it, it's still around. It's happening. The tag division sucks because it's just the Usos and just Street Profits. Yeah. Hopefully, Papa H get on that one. Yeah, I don't even know who we have left. Really. There's the Viking Raiders. There the is the Viking um, new new experience. Like, what is their name now? The Viking Raid Experience. Uh, I don't ever know. The new Day is involved, but I don't know what's happening. I forgot about the New Day, honestly. Uh, yeah. The Shameless Fan Club, they're doing stuff. They can be attacked. Yeah, it's true, it's true. Uh, uh, Mysterios, they're happening. The issue with the, the situation we're in right now, Montez Ford is too good. He is too good. 
and not and you know Dawkins not so much. So and it's very clear that they might split them up very soon. So. I I think Triple H has enough wherewithal to know that he is in a position where he could do that right now. Yeah. Well, I think they um if they do break up, they need to be replaced by someone else. That is true. I don't know what tag teams are on NXT. I'm sure there's somebody there that can do it. Yeah, that's also where Dawkins make because he's really good, but he's not as good as Montez Ford. Yeah, Montez looks the part, he acts the part, he can wrestle, he can talk, he can do it all. Dawkins, you know, he doesn't have all those things. You can NXT tag teams, though. Sorry to quick detour here, but I will never forgive them for what they did to Grizzly Young Veterans. So I'll throw that out there. That was a crime, okay. and they should know that. Sure. Okay. Uh, anyways, sorry. Yeah, you, you can continue. No, it's done. Oh, okay. Uh, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, looking at what comes up next, I am not ready to talk about this, but we're going to because it happened. The Kid Rock segment. It happened, all right. We talked about it in the beginning. I guess all I needed to hear was... It was the most uncomfortable I've been watching a wrestling show in a while. So thank you, Kid Rock. Thanks for that. Thanks. Appreciate it. Anyways, Riddle is here. Riddle showed up, uh, quote-unquote, not many. He's not even clear, man. What are you here? How did you get all the way to the ring, but no one's stopping you? I mean, the security showed up, and for some reason, instead of trying to get in the ring and stop him, they stood outside and asked him politely not to do what he's doing. Hey, please don't do that. Get out of the ring, man. Look, man, I want to hurt you by getting in there and tackling you to the ground, but I am going to ask you not to do what you're going to do. And Riddle said, I think I'm going to do it anyway. And it did not go well for him. Would it made more sense? Like, if he, like, if he was just hiding underneath the ring and he just popped out, which, you know, guy in the ring was like, I need a match with Seth Rollins right now. I think all of it was good up until Seth Rollins went to go curb stomp uh, Riddle instead of actually actively going to stop him. They just kind of let it happen. Yeah, no fun. I'm just saying, yeah, Triple H, you got to work on that, man. If someone, if you're teasing an injury angle, just have someone come over and actually try to stop the person for once. That'd be nice. Spears Seth Rollins. That's really, that's all I'm asking, you know. Yeah. Speaking of problems that I forgot to talk about, by the way, I'm going to quickly go back to the Judgment Day Mysterious thing. I do not mm-hmm. appreciate that it was no DQ match with Tag Rock. Oh my god, we forgot all about that. How was it the extreme rules? But there was rules that were, you know, basic. I don't get it. One of my least favorite things in wrestling. If it's extreme rules, there's no rules. Therefore, there should not be tags. It's a very simple concept. I don't know how this keeps happening. Literally, it all has, it all has to be is a tornado tag team match. It's all it has to be a tornado tag. It should not be. some weapons in there. It should be really cool. It's not that hard, right? I don't. If, if the legal man is not in the ring, why are you counting the man out? Like, what's going to happen? You ring the bell and it's going to look weird? Like, I don't understand. This isn't even a WWE thing. This is a professional wrestling thing in general because AEW does this too. And so probably some other companies. There, yeah. There's no yeah. reason to complicate this as much as you do. Come on. I'm trying to do... I don't even know what it did. Like, it didn't benefit the match. It hurt the match more. Like, I don't even know why I was there for it, really. It hurts the match because the crowd's sitting there and you're like, but didn't they say it was a no-disqualification match? Why are they following the rules like that? Why is he yeah. allowed to use There are no rules. Can literally jump in the ring at any moment and it would be legal. 
there are no rules except for the rules that we are going to follow, which is we better hold that tag rope or else. Exactly. It was weird. Okay. I don't know. Anyway. You can hit him with the chair as much as you want, but if you so much as get in this ring once, so help me God. Yeah, I will disqualify all of you. Next up, another a little bit of a weird thing here around the versus live. Uh, weird ending. Also kind of short. Mm-hmm. Uh, very obviously setting up a rematch at the Clash at the Castle show. I think that's, we all know that. I do not work. I don't know if I like the ending or if I hate the ending. I didn't hate it, I guess. I also didn't like it that much. I am torn between thinking it was smart and also very dumb at the same time. Me I don't too. know which one's more accurate. It's pretty clever, I guess, because she, you know, tapped out before the three count when she had the door locked in, you know, but, and protects, I guess, both of them, but it really, I mean, I don't know, I feel like Oliva still looks weak in some way. But also, why didn't the ref look at the replay and go, well, actually? It was already decided, you know, it was decided, it's fine. But there have been times in history where they've been like, Oh, well, in that case... Bring out the giant television. We have to figure this out. Yeah, where's Charles Robinson with the giant television being like, well, actually, Kevin... Let's pull this into the outlet real quick. Let's get the cable set up. I'm sorry, we have TiVo. Oh, look at there, Fox News. Anyway, 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 back to the the subject. So anyway, as you can see, she was counting. It was kind of weird. Oh, Peacock's being weird. The connection is terrible. Guys, get up the cell phones for one second. Just one second, guys. Let's go back, rewind, rewind. That's a little too far. That's a little too far. Go forward. Right there. Nope, that's okay. I don't know how we got to that part. This is a live show. How did you get Whoa. to that already? Oh, why does she have her tits out? Why is why is, the, why is everyone naked? Why is that guy's dick erect? Wait, what? Oh, no. no. Wrong channel. Wrong channel. Why did I tell you about watching that stuff on the job again? I... Anyways, I mean, it, I'm just saying, it's a weird thing. I think we need to decide as a wrestling community. Are we going to pretend that we can't do replays and take backs? Or are we just going to go with whatever happens, happens? Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I feel like yeah, I feel like it's not very it's very weird in wrestling, I guess, because the rules change every so often. Right. Uh, I, I it, really, it really just kind of changes because of the story. That's kind of how it goes. It does, but I'm just if this if the ending's gonna bring up this many questions like this, and you're gonna have the commentators look at it and examine it for five minutes, then maybe let's not do that if you're not just gonna restart the match. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I get that. I do agree with you, but I don't know. You can hold everything to that. Next up we get an awkward cane appearance. Um Yeah. Don't know whether it's boo or cheer him, I don't know, but people, people anyway, he's that. here. He's here. People in Nashville seem pretty happy about it. Um, I felt weird because I didn't know if I was allowed to cheer for him. Well, he's from Knox, Tennessee or whatever. So I mean, you know. Because I mean, I love Kane. I don't know how I feel about Glenn Jacobs, the person, you know. Yeah, it is what it is. He did the fire thing. That's cool, I guess. He did. He was there for like 10 seconds. He spe- He ran through a, hey, guys, there's this many of you here. Congratulations. Here's Pyro. Bye. And that was really all it was. All I wanted to see was the Pyro. That we're all good. So next up it is the main event. Um, this was the most exciting I've ever excited I've ever been for WWE in so long. Nice. I saw Brock Lesnar when he showed up. I was like, 
this is gonna be amazing. I I saw the clip on Twitter saying get to watch this live of Brock Lesnar tipping the ring, and I was like, I need to see this immediately. And yeah. I am happy I did. This man brought a tractor. I don't care about Roman Reigns adventures. It was pretty boring. But Brock was- Lesnar brought a tractor to oh. SummerSlam. Roman Reigns is pretty part for the course. It's a Roman Reigns interest. We've seen it a million times. I love Roman. Spice up a little bit, you know. But Lesnar brought out a tractor, but not just any tractor. A tractor with his logo branded on it. And I think that's really what sold me on this match. Yeah, he stood on top of the tractor. He announced himself as a big old country boy. Big ass country boy. Specifically, yeah. quote unquote. Specific. And uh, that's how that went. So you knew it was going to be great. And then you hit him with a Lutheran's press from the top. He jumped off the crate. He jumped off the uh, tractor. Yeah, he jumped off the tractor. Yeah, Michael Cole in commentary selling it. Like, he's never seen a Brock Lesnar match in his life. That was great. Um, honestly, I probably one of my favorite last minute setting matches I've seen in a while. And the old one was saying, it's like, all right, we can't beat this guy. Let's stack a bunch of shit up. And that did happen to us. It was a tractor in this match, so it makes up for it. There was a tractor. The ring got moved and almost tipped over. It didn't go completely because, you know, you don't want to crush the fans. I do. I can't crush, yeah. True. I mean, look, I, I'm i not going to say take one for the team. But, like, move out mm. of the way so Brock can do it, is all I'm saying. Like in these shows, when they move out of the way for the guy that does the die, I mean, this makes sense. You see the ring coming, just get out of the way so Brock can tip it all the way. So I want to see them fight in an empty arena with people in it with the ring tipped over. Yeah. And no commentary won't be bad either. I mean, maybe maybe now it would be bad, actually, because Michael Cole's actually good on commentary now. I mean, I like no commentary wrestling better than commentary wrestling. I kind of do also, but I don't know if I could have gotten through 20 minutes of that. Yeah, I get that. But anyways, there's also some fun character stuff. Paul Heyman begging Brock to not kill Roman Reigns and then getting F5 to a table. That was pretty cool. But I mean, honestly, when Brock was fucking trying to tip over the ring, I was, I was like, okay, well, what's he even trying to do? Because immediately he pushed the ring a little bit. Because I, like, I don't even know what he was trying to do here. And then he fucking picked it up. And he sent Roman Reigns out of the ring. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, look, I think what we need here is more tractors in professional wrestling. Yeah. And it stayed like that the whole match, bro. It's, I mean, what are you going to do with the tractor? Where are you going to put it? I mean, you know, yeah. the fact that they hid that for the entire show is insane to me. He also dumped him in the ring at some point with the tractor. He dumped him. He didn't even fall from that high, but just the fact that he dumped him in the ring with a tractor, people were just all over it. Oh, my God. I wish he dumped him on the floor because it would have been higher, but. I mean, you don't want to kill Roman Reigns, but also a little bit higher would have been cool. They wouldn't have been just padding. That is true. Also, Brock Lesnar did try to jump onto the barricade. He did miss that. Uh, we do have to bring that he up. He got really angry about that. He did. Michael Go acknowledged he's not going to be happy about that. You could tell he was pissed. I mean, I would be too, actually. Cause... Yeah, when you try and do something cool, and you just slip. It's like Kofi Kingston at Royal Rumble. It's like Kofi Kingston wasn't angry. It felt to me like Brock was like, Vince always told me not to do this. He's gone now. I'm gonna do it because I can. And he did it. He was like, Vince was right. Gotcha. Fuck. Right. Yeah. I can't do it. 
then he pulls up hints afterwards. How'd you know? How'd you know? He's like, I tried it myself, man. Like, I try everything myself. If I, I, I couldn't do it. You, you're, you're a big, a big ass country boy, man. Big ass country boy. If, uh, if an old seventy year old man can't do it, how are you gonna do it? Anyway, I'm gonna go back to be on my yacht. See you. I gotta go. Pay some, pay some money for some sex. See you later. That's the best thing you would do. You know, Vincent Man's probably looking at legal ways to do that. Okay. He's searching up on Google. Like, no one's going to see my history. Uh, hold on a second. Man, the computer's not working. God. God damn it. I hate technology. Linda, Linda. I, I meant putting Google. I sent it to Shane. What do I do? I emailed it. <laughs> I sent I. Email that to Shane and Trips and Stephanie. Oh my god. It was a group email. The fuck? Trips is like, Vince says, this isn't Google. Stephanie's like, oh my god, dad, what the hell? Shane's like, I mean, maybe I know a guy. Yeah. I mean, Shane, Shane looks like the same guy. I would know a guy. Well, anyway, Brock does trip. It was kind of funny. Um, it was funny. It'll be a bunch of yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of this show is going to be a Macho Mania. You betcha. There was that one spot where one of the Usos helped Brock suplex the other Russo. There was. And then immediately yeah. after, one of the Usos almost got suplexed onto their neck, which was scary. Yeah. It does happen with a lot of Brock. It does. An uncomfortable amount, I would say. Yeah, I think Roman Reigns has said that he's uncomfortable with working with Brock because he. Like he, he takes a toll on his body and shit. This is quote unquote the last time, so Yeah, we'll see. Wait, a I mean, what other big matches can you do without the stars already built? I mean, I'm pretty sure Wonder Reigns and Brock have done it all with but I was surprised to find out this was the first ever last man setting match Lesnar has done. Oh wow, that's cool. I mean I think he has the most matches in SummerSlam history, actually. I think it was the most main event matches or something. Main event matches, something like that, yeah. Yeah, the one of all sorts of stats come. It does make sense, I guess. Yeah, a lot of numbers going on commentary was hard to keep up, but... Numbers is commentary's game. Michael Cole, when he doesn't have anyone yelling in his ears, the numbers guy, and he has a personality. This is Michael Cole I've always wanted. I guess he just likes wrestling now. I mean, I'm sure it's easy when you don't have a Vince man yelling in your ear. I think it just gets easy. Yeah, probably. I'm wondering what's happening in his ear. I mean, probably he, he just hears silence. He just doesn't know what's serenity. This is what peace feels like. Oh my god, Michael, <laughs> Michael, you know, peace be with you too, man. What, what are you doing, Michael? Might be there. I can really be at peace with myself. Like, what does that have to do with this? Isn't time for meditation. We're calling Sasha Banks' match. It's not boss time anymore. What? <laughs> it's cold time. It's work. No, it doesn't make sense, man. I am Mike Rickon and Cole. Michael, what? No, stop. <laughs> I'm the tribal chief. Oh my. Oh, now we're getting crazy. Now we're getting crazy. Uh, 
anyways, speaking of Tribal Chief, back to the match. Uh, Derry did try to cash in. It did not go well for him. No. Didn't actually I mean, cash I, at some point. I was like, okay, I mean, the thing I predicted before the match didn't happen was he's gonna try and cash in, he's not gonna really make it. Yeah, I mean, maybe if he didn't have to run down that ridiculously long ramp, he might have. But maybe yeah. that ramp is so long. No one was gonna climb that far. Like, even Drew McIntyre's promo, he was cut in the middle of the ramp. So he wasn't I'm... gonna walk all the way to the ring for it. I'm convinced if he shortened that ramp down about half the length, we could have gotten at least less than three hours of the show. I'm telling you, man, like, you do that for a Royal Rumble, everyone's out of breath when they get to the ring. They did do that for the Rumble, and it, I feel like this was somehow longer, though. Somehow, I think so, yeah. Anyways, Gary doesn't get to cash in, he gets beaten up a lot, and then Roman Reigns, after a bunch of attempts, finally does win, and it was pretty cool. It was, you know, he did something. I mean, I feel like all the things that were thrown on Brock and the count was still going, I feel like it would interrupt the kill. I think the the forklift thing, I'm sorry, not the forklift, the tractor thing. I should just put the tractor on top of Brock Lesnar. And, then, and that would have worked. If Roman Reigns brought out the Roman Reigns tractor to flip the Brock Lesnar tractor on the Brock Lesnar, I would have lost my mind. Roman Reigns brought out the rock to destroy Brock Lesnar. If the Rock put out the special edition Roman Reigns in the Rock tractor, flipped yeah. on the Rock, I would have died right then and there. Go watch the XFL. Yes, XFL coming soon. If Roman Reigns brought out the Fox robot to tip over the tractor on the Rock, there's no New York team on XFL. It's absolutely they have like, like three. How many? What state has three? Three have? Texas teams. Three With Texas is big. It's not that big. Okay. Well, it's too many. Two, sure. Three, that's too many. We're getting a little bit greedy. New York used one. I'm just saying. Yeah, we could have used one at least. Well, anyways, that was basically it. I mean, the ending of the match, I think, was my favorite part with Brock getting up over and over again, Michael Gold freaking out with Roman Reigns' facials. I think that was really my yeah, favorite he was part. Freaking the fuck out. He was so, I mean, his charisma is insane. Kind of reminds me a little bit of more Ronaldo sometimes. Imagine if we got this Michael Cole for 25 years, man. Imagine more Ronaldo and Michael Cole. This one, yeah. This iteration of Michael Cole and more Ronaldo. The last American one. Adam, Tyler, and Terry. Oh my god. I would so, I would enjoy that. Go Pat McAfee in there. You got a party. Yeah. Don't forget about more Ronaldo, man. I feel like people would forget about him. But he was really good. And why do you have to get my favorite competition. Never forgive JBL and Jerry Lawler for that. Never. Never. No. Yeah, I something. You can't have anything nice in wrestling. Except for now. Now we can. Maybe. Great of On their Papa H, anything is possible. And with that, I think that's going to do it for the SummerSlam review. What was your thumb thoughts on this? Look, I mean, honestly, man, it's a thumbs up or a double thumbs up. I feel like it wasn't perfect, so I'll give it a thumbs up. I will agree with that. I will say that Triple H took a card that wasn't even his and gave us a great show out of it, and I respect that. Yeah. It was no all-out or whatever the pay-per-view AW did that was amazing, but it definitely was a good show, so thumbs up is perfect. Yeah, I do agree with that, and with that said, do you remember the outro? Bro, I do it different every time, but I mean, it sounds kind of similar.
Um, go follow us on every single social media platform. We're everywhere, as well as podcasting platform. We believe a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Go on YouTube, subscribe, like, comment, share all our content. We'll see you next time. Bye.